Nation, welcome back to another episode of Rip Through a Podcast. This is episode hashtag 32. Welcome, Sean Coben. Yeah, baby. Thanks How for coming, mate. I'm good, man. We're a bit further away this week, but the setup's changing, which is nice. What's it like over there? Uh, yeah, it's good, mate. It's good. It's good. <laughs> echo, uh, echo, echo. We're, uh, no, we're, we're, we're changing things up as we always do. But and if uh, you, you do hear echo in here, it's because I've got to put these sound things on the wall so it stops it from echoing. Because this is a podcast slash gaming room, so I'm just trying to pimp it up a little bit. Got yeah. the director's chairs because I feel like I'm a bit of a big dog. I feel like Steven Spielberg right now. I'm, exactly. Uh, I feel like my whole life's a movie. As you, it look, always is, you had a bit of a movie episode this morning? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what's the insurance claim with our podcast? Because I look, think mate. I may have scraped the side of my car. Picking up your coffee, yeah. Uh, so I don't, I don't know where we sit right now. I'm too scared to look. Actually, I'm. Uh, uh, I just I can, got my, I got my stuff and, and walk straight in. So I feel for you, man, because we started a little bit later today. So seven, th- we usually start at seven a.m. So traffic was a bit hackers. Yep. So yep. run, run us through. You get up at five a.m. or you? F- well, no, I get up at four normally, uh, but I have to make sure I get up at four on, oh, on nowadays. Otherwise, I'm not going to get here on time. Yeah, uh, was was in the car from five thirty. Uh, still traffic, you know. Obviously, get through, and it, it was getting to about quarter past seven, and. Like at that point, I need a coffee too. Yeah, you know? yeah okay. So we're uh, we're trying to gun it. We're trying to you know driving responsibly, of course. <laughs> trying, and, to, uh, trying to gun it with the limit. Yeah, yeah, with the limit. Two hands on the wheel, ten to two. Yeah, absolutely. Indicators on and off, and then uh, oh, I just heard this sickening noise inside <sighs> my car as I went through yeah. that pole. And I always look at that pole too, and it uh, got me today. So we'll see how it goes. But Jack, uh, we know you're a big listener, and you you watch all our podcasts. Literally. Five meters up the road. Mm. I could have easily walked and got them. I just didn't think. Yeah, yeah. No, but no. Jack, if you're listening, we don't have an insurance policy at the Rip Through Podcast. If you can look after your boy Sean Tobin, yeah. that'd be. We haven't signed any contracts yet, so I, ne- I need some coffees to try and offset. I've the, got the dental. Uh, okay, well that's good. Yeah, <laughs> just well, in case you hit your teeth or anything. Yeah, uh, there's no help for me, but it's good to know you got <laughs> dentals. So that's, that's cool. But but talk me through the week, man, because this is the first game of the year, really. Well, the yeah, first taste of, yeah, yeah, of, yeah. of football for 2020. So you guys play Port. Yeah, Port on Sunday at Burpingary Oval on a Sunday afternoon. Um, yeah, it's been a bloody long. It's like it's weird. It's been a really long preseason, but it's been quick. If it makes mm. sense, we've had a lot of breaks to yeah. kind of you know you. You, you do your preseason in like what's it called sections. Yep. So you got something to aim for. So we've always got um, like Christy breaks to look forward to. So you got a couple of weeks off during that time, and then we have like a couple of four day breaks every now and then for like you know Aussie Day weekend, um, and when we get back for Christy break. So usually you have something to look forward to, but it just feels like we had so much time, um, spare time, and then we had so much time on the training track. And up here, it's been. Stinking hot, yeah, and humidity has been has to be ninety percent every day. Yep. So it's been tough. Um, body feels really good. I had a little bit of a calf niggle in the preseason, but that was fine. Um, been doing all pretty much all training. I just didn't play last week because they rested me against the Gold Coast just for um, longevity this season. Because hopefully we have a put another push for finals, and I uh, want to be ready for that. Cause I don't want to do any like little little soft tissues in the back half of the year. So. Yep. Man, it's been good. Like I've been ch- absolutely chilling out, um, and yeah, that's that's been about me really. So I'm um, looking forward to this Sunday. It's a, a big game for all of us. We got a few new recruits playing. Archie, we got Yom, and we got the big Birchall who's been unleashed. So yeah. looking forward to it. Yeah, sweet. And before we before we touch on this weekend, last weekend you, you touched on it there, the Pracky match. Yeah, yeah, it was horrible. Uh, the line. So, so did you, you, you still came down, right? Yeah, I still yeah. went down and watched. So you asked me three times if I was going to play, and I was no. 
Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. on the day. So it would have been good yeah. to catch up, but you know, you're a busy man on a Saturday. Well, a, I wasn't going to miss it if you're going to be there. On a Saturday I, I had something else that I already committed to, but I said, look, if Mitchie's in, yeah, I'm, if I, was uh, in. I mean, I, I thought maybe you might have been playing team strategy, but I'm not telling <laughs> them. Yeah, I know so, you're a big snitch. Yeah, so, yeah, I know you've been telling Gold Coast I, all that stuff. So Yeah, I said to you at one stage, if you're playing, I need to know now because yeah, I'm not yeah, going to yeah, be able yeah, to make yeah, it. Yeah. Um, no, no, I didn't play, but no, it but was. The conditions were pretty horrible, weren't they? Well, it was like, if it was a fine weather wise, it's just, you know, the ball gets so greasy and slippery that. It's just hard to watch on both yeah. ends, and we ended up winning the game. And like scores were irrelevant really in the end, but it was it was one of those games where you just it's, we do it because sometimes we get washed out up here. Mm. Um, you know the rain can be pretty hectic, which has been crazy for the last three to four weeks. It's like raining all day every day. Mm. Um, it's hard to find grounds to train on up here. Um, so that's why we go up Burpingary, which is about forty minutes away, and train out there because you know it has a pretty good drainage system. But yeah, it was just. One of those games, it was good to get some run the legs for the players and um, see who stands up well. And we, you know, found a couple of good gems in there, so it was, it was, no, it was a good result. Yeah. So also, and and how how have you kind of looked at the side for this week? Because obviously, some guys would have got some conditioning last week. Yeah. Um, how many allowed to play this weekend? I, I didn't see the full. We're I think we're playing twenty four. So we have two more on the bench. Um, mm-hmm. They'll rotate probably you know, in the first half or back half, yep. depending on like the managing loads and the GPS, you know, data and all that kind of stuff. But yep. we're going with a pretty full strength team. Um, I think Port will probably do the same. I haven't really looked at their squad yet. I don't think they released it to be honest. But um, we're going in there. We want to start building that culture already, just like we did last year. So mm. it's going to be a good game. Um, you know, we're not going to get everything right. That's why we've got these practice matches so we can put things in place and try a few new things and. Um, see how our preseason's gone and see where, what players fit in where because, you know, this time last year I was about to play my first game on the wing. So yep. um, players will be playing in different positions and it's not going to be taken um, as like a got to get an A-plus mark or you, we've got to win by 20 points or if we lose it's not, a, not the worst thing going around. So we just we know that we're going to go out <coughs> and give it our all and, as we do as players but just keeping in mind that um, it's a practice match. Yeah, so Because that's what happens. Like, There's nothing, we're not playing for yeah. like, you know, like – Back in the day, you used to have cups and all that stuff to win. Wizard like. Cup. Remember the, the Wizard Cup? I do remember the Wizard Cup. I played in... What am I playing? I can't remember now. I've been in Sisson for 12 years, so... Um, I can't remember, but I do remember that we, <laughs> we played in the grand final for one. I don't know. I can't remember what it was called, though. Mm. might have been like... They changed it every year. It was like a home loan thing probably at the time. Oh, yeah. um, but they were, they were fun. Like, you had like a little bit of something to play for. But now it's literally like there's no points, no nothing. So yeah. I think we won it last year on the back of we won, yeah. every, won every game. So I don't like there's nothing. You don't get anything. Pat on the back maybe. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you guys even won a couple of years ago as well. Like yeah. Oh, well, they Brisbane won it against um, – oh, no, even when I, my first year up here, I think we won all yeah. the games. But, yeah, no, it's it's literally just get the run of the legs, hit some bodies again, making sure your body feels those knocks and get the, yeah. get the muscles going and um, – because we can train as you, we can run as many laps as you want, man. Preseason, yeah. As soon as you play games, there's a whole other kettle of fish. So, I mean, you, you, exactly right. I mean, you, you've got intra clubs, you've got practice matches, yeah, yeah. you've got JLT games. Yep. Um, how many rounds of football do you think it actually takes for you to genuinely feel like you've got that match conditioning? Because I've, I've said some players say to me, you know, they they rock up round one, they feel ready to go, they feel you so f- gassed. Some you think so, rounds, like you feel like you do, mm. and then you play like 10 minutes of round one, and you're like, shit, have I done any preseason? Yeah. It is like the most full-on hectic 10 minutes, and the body just shuts down straight away, because yeah. the ball will just be humming around, yep. blokes will just like adrenaline, just like fucking bang, smacking each other, like tackling, yeah. it's, just he- it's just hectic, first, like, first quarter, and then it kind of settles down a little bit after that, and you start like... Okay, yeah, think about your game plan and um, 
you know, not as rushing yourself for their position to get. But round one, like, it feels like you have not done a preseason. And I, I reckon it takes around, like, three or four games to start finally going, okay, sweet. I'm not, I'm not cramping anymore. Okay, we're back into it. Um, yep. Let's go. And I think it's different with everyone, but that's for me. Yeah, because some players have said to me it takes eight rounds. Or yeah, something, you know it can I mean? take to a while. Really, sort of build that conditioning, yeah. build the legs underneath you. And some blokes like they don't. You don't see in the media. Some blokes might have an interrupted preseason, or they might look after older blokes. And that, everyone's individualized programs, so um, you know it might take them a little bit longer to get the game conditioning under their belt. But like I could be the fittest off legs guy. I could I could ride a bike in a bloody marathon. I could do like an upper body circuit and like feel like an Iron Man or whatever. But when it comes to games, it's just, uh, it's just different. So that's why a lot of teams practice um, practice matches like pretty early on in preseason. I think some teams are doing it before Christmas yeah. break, which is cool because yeah. you get you back into it pretty much straight away. So absolutely, yeah. Speaking of games, so obviously a lot of talk this week around the All Stars yep. Victoria squad. So take me through your thoughts. I mean, we we were just getting up the teams just before to yeah. get a bit of a sense of. Um, yeah, I suppose how you kind of saw the, the 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 teams. I mean, it was it was it was probably good to be able to see a lot of the the big name players in the game put their hands up. A lot of players simply couldn't couldn't play through to injury. Yeah, um, yeah. Or, although they wanted to be there, but what did you make of the team? You know, we might start with the the Victoria squad first. Man, um, I think this team. I think both teams are stacked. Like yeah. it's going to be. I'm I'm flat. Generally flat. I didn't get a call up. Um, John Longmire, off you, mate. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll see you when we play against Sydney. Um, I would love to play because these teams look really good. Yeah, like, oh. I, there's only like two or three players in in the whole um both squads that I'm a little bit questionable. But mm. other than that, like because injuries and stuff, you don't really know who's available and whatnot. Even your boy Gary Ablett, like I I thought I saw like Patrick Dangerfield saying that he was putting his hand up to play. So yeah, I don't know if yeah. he's injured or he's resting his body, but. No, no, I think you would have played. Um, again, I mean, I obviously know that you've got to try and um, share the love around, around the, the leagues, and yeah. every team has to be represented. There's a couple of token ones in there. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if I'm allowed to say that, but... Yeah, I mean, you, you look at um, you look at every team, and, and while they scrapped the, they scrapped the yeah, three... Yeah, so the rule was you can only have three players from each team to give like the whole competition a chance to play, because yeah. some teams are pretty stacked. Um, obviously, like Richmond, Geelong, um, Collingwood... And GWS and Brisbane, Brisbane had five players in it, so it was pretty. That was really cool for us to be able to have all those players in there. But I think, yeah. So the th- rule was three players per team, um, yeah. and then they scrapped that the day before. I think because the coaches actually struggled to put together a team that was, you know, full yeah. of stars, and um, yeah. they would have sold tickets. So I thought that was pretty pretty cool. They scrapped that, and then I was like, oh, maybe I'm a sneaky chance here. Well, mate, everyone else got picked from the looks of your. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought Sorry. I was like fourth, fifth fiddle. I'm not even top five, man. What the man. fuck? I was looking at the score. Oh. I thought, geez, you, you, you guys, you, I think you guys are the All Stars <laughs> team from the looks of it. I mean, and I, there uh, could have been a couple more players, to be honest. I told you, I looked at it and went, oh, okay, oh, fair man. enough. Man, I'm yes. so shit. I thought you might have been taking the photo. Oh, the I don't know. I, I don't know. I was, I was like in the gym and I grabbed these boys and put them aside. I'm like, okay, that's the five. Okay, sweet ass. I just kept doing my biceps. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about Thanks. Do you need to see me face, too? Face, face. No, all good. No, all right, sweet good. mate. All right, Dan No, we got we got <laughs> interclub. Oh, okay, sweet. Sweet, easy. No, it's not. I yeah, mean, yeah. obviously, they they scrapped that rule. They still had to make it mandatory that every every team was selected in some yeah, capacity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, from that perspective, I mean, oh, yeah, who, who knows? I mean, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I, I saw some comments come through, and yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm clearly biased. I'd love to see yourself and, and Gary. Man, if but, Gary um, wasn't picked purely on just wasn't picked. Like Shane Edwards was like no offense Shane Edwards I don't really care too much about this but he's on the half forward I think he kicked like seven goals last year like he averaged twenty one mm. touches and it was pretty good for him 
Um, but yeah, Gary Ablett, man, how could you not slide in the half forward there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, again, I'm not, not sure. I mean, you'd, you'd I think they're different teams anyway. Around. Maybe he's all stars anyway. I can't remember. Yeah, I mean, and, and Gary obviously would have been Victoria. You would have been all stars. Yeah, I would have been all stars. Um, but like, at least they picked wingers. Like that's what I was yeah, happy about. Yeah. So we got Isaac I knew Smith. You would be, yeah, yeah, I was like, I went straight to that. Boom! What's going on there? Mm. So we got Brad Hill, which is deserved. Um, Isaac Smith, who's got credentials coming out his asshole. So yeah, yeah, he's got yeah. <laughs> I can't complain too much about that. <laughs> oh, Even yeah. I had a better year than him last year, but whatever. Yeah. But they're, they're stacked side. The, the it's the good, man. I'm actually so excited to watch. So 28th of February, I'm pretty sure it is. Mm. Um, it's going to be a good game to watch. Like r- really, like I'm interested in see how it goes and see how they go at it. Yeah, I think they meet up Tuesday and do that. Start doing the trainings together. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it'd be pretty cool to see how they all go and like um, when the boys come back. And Harris Andrews spoke on, I think it was SEN maybe a um, couple of days ago, talking about how he gets to meet a few of the backmen in that competition and um, he's going to play on obviously some big guns again. So um, it's going to be pretty cool. I'm actually looking forward to watching that. Yeah, absolutely. The, the game itself, I mean, it, it's obviously going to be debated. Everyone's going to be like... Everyone's going to be... Are they going to go hard? I think I saw John Ralph write an article. It was probably the most pointless article I've ever seen. No offence, John, because it was like... Four, four lines deep it was probably like two paragraphs, just saying how shit you, the game these games usually are and how the NBA was pretty bad. And I was like, I'm pretty sure this NBA, NBA All Star game was the was best thing I've ever seen in my life. I reckon that was the best thing I've ever seen on TV. So if we can take a leaf from their book, like they yeah. did it, obviously different to um, do big shout outs for Kobe Bryant and Gianna and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I think they did. It, they had a obviously a bit more meaning behind theirs. Even though we've got something you know, pretty big to play for, for all the bushfire victims and the RFS and whatnot. So hopefully we can um, have a pretty big crack and the boys go there and give it 100% because they wouldn't in a practice match anyway. You don't go in a practice match, you go on half fast, so that's when you get injured. So yeah. they're going to go out there and have a big big crack, hopefully. Well, hopefully you see that. I reckon as athletes, your competitive streak does take hold of you at times. Um, you know, you can't help be put in that situation and want to go hard, especially it only takes one guy. And that's what we joked about. If, when, if you were playing... You would be the one who. Oh, I'd be going hard at it, but I think everyone's going to. Like I mean, even yeah. last night, there was some like mm. the St Kilda game. Like we both didn't watch it because we yeah. were, were busy. Oh, yeah. We watched the highlights this morning. We so. had to wake up early for this. <laughs> exactly. So even though we didn't watch it, I saw the highlights and was, they were going hard. There's some pretty big mm. hits in there. Um, and we're going to give get Bradley Hill on. He said yes, he'll come on, and he's like, oh, I got recovery in the morning. Can twelve o'clock work? I'm like. Yeah, nah, sorry, man. We we start at seven a.m. We'll, so we'll stop you in, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll stop you. I can, we can fake a phone call, maybe. Maybe I'll do an overlay later and uh, add him in. But yeah, the boys are going to go hard because this is hopefully leads into happening happening in the future. Um, mm. I would love this to be an annual thing. Like this puts so much more on the calendar to talk about for the yeah. media. It works. The clubs seem to all want to buy into it. You know, obviously, because there's a meaning behind it, but. Um, you know, so so would it work? We haven't heard so any backlash. Is, so this is this is the question I have for you. Would it actually work? Understanding that this year, the groundswell of support has come on the back of the bushfires. Yeah, yeah. If if there was no charity element, would it still work? Does there need to be a charity element? Like, can you see this game working as an annual? I, of the obviously, I can see it. The players want it. The clubs well, do they though? Do, do the they clubs? Want it? Do players, they, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Of course they do. This is cool. Like representing. I'd love to see it, but like if it's. Like, I don't think we take too much pride in being an ally, like, or all-star, whatever it is. Like, that's not something to be like, oh, I was an all-star. Like, being a Vic, like, that'd be wrapped to have that on their resume. Yeah. Playing in this game, specifically for the bushfire victims and RFS, is something, like, you would love to say I played in that. Yeah. Um, but being, like, an all-star isn't a brag. Like, I'm not going to brag about it. Um, but I definitely, the players want this. Like, mm. it's, a, it's, a, it's a given. 
the clubs, like they've been really um, vocal and saying that you know they support it one hundred percent. Is that on the back of what it is and what it's while we're doing it? Yes, I'd say. But it's just another reason. Like all the Brisbane Lions players, we get to go hang out with um you know the best in the AFL. We can learn from them, bring some stuff mm. back to the club. Um, in that perspective, that's what Fag said in the meeting, or even Nobs in the meeting. Like enjoy this. Like it's a, yeah. it's a big wrap for our club having five players in there. Where you know, a couple of years ago, we probably wouldn't have had any to be mm. honest. Well, we would have because we had like Zorks and stuff. But um, it's a big thing for us to have five players in there, and we're we're especially proud to have them in there. So annually, yes, I would love it. Um, players would love it. Clubs might be a bit iffy. AFL, it makes sense for them money-wise if they start doing this for commercial reasons. I yeah. know we're not making too much money off it because we're giving all our donations to the RFS and Australian yeah. bushfire victims, but, man, I'm keen. I'll be keen as. Get you something to play for. Yeah, I I could see it. See, I just worry that maybe... Do you like the format, All-Stars? Or do you want, I, like, Vic versus, like, traditional? I would like to see rep footy on some level. I yeah. like the All-Stars component to it. Yeah. If it's the only way that it can go, then then I can understand it. Yep. I agree with you. I think there's more to play for if you're a Victorian than if you're a, an ally. 100%, yeah. Um, so I understand that 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 part of it. I would I would maybe play it every four years so that it's a build-up. Most top Cr- Average career doesn't go that long, bro. Well, see, and this is the problem, right? Yeah. I, I we got stars, that. and one of those in that fourth year, there's no stars because yeah. they're injured. And it's like, nah, I'm not watching that shit. I just, I, I just don't know whether it has the ability to be on the fixture every year. Oh, I just worry that over time, the support won't be there for it because yeah. I'm surprised. It, I, I'm surprised it doesn't exist. I would love to see it every year, and if it can't happen every year, I'd rather see every it every second. Four years. Maybe would work. Every four yeah. is too long because then uh, I guess that game when it comes up, it's going to have a bit of. You know, substance to it and whatnot, but but I know uh, a couple of players will be talking to each other on the field and maybe working out some spinal things. Would be uh, Big Darcy Moore and uh, yeah, Jack Rewald, a yeah, couple of other Richard yeah. boys. So there were apparently, uh, God damn, Mister Maguire. Yeah. So his comments during the week, yeah, so uh, Eddie actually, Maguire. For those who are just following it now, obviously yeah. he had some comments about the possibility of, of Richmond looking at uh, Collingwood's Darcy Moore as a potential replacement for Alex Rance. Who is officially um, no-go to come back. Yeah, so... Uh, this I mean, year anyway. Yeah, reports that he's completely... Well, hard because, like, when he, when he was interviewed and asked that question, he was like, man, would love to have him back. He's always welcome. But, yeah, he's on a bigger mission at the moment. It's, yeah. Uh, footy's not his number one priority, so... It, put it, a line it, through it. Yeah, and it's, it's not and his happen. answer was as good as it gets. Like, you know, we've got 41 blokes who are here at the club for us now. So we're worrying about those players. We can't do much if he's not here. So yeah, correct. You, he, well, you got to move on very quickly. <laughs> you got to uh, find that replace. And they and they had one had a pretty good system last year. So it's not like yeah. Oh shit, who's going to fill that void? I mean, if you can if you can lose your all Australian fullback and still, still win, win a premiership, premiership. Um, you know you you you've got right. some depth. Mm. Um, but you're right. No, no, no. The Darcy Moore has been sort of touted as a, re- a replacement. And, and Eddie so what did you think about his comments? Because I don't I didn't see him specifically what he's saying, but I, I saw that he wasn't. That's a oh, something about. Blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there was a bit of talk on history and, and you know past trades that have obviously occurred. In particular, I think with Dad, um, that may may have been at the fore as well. And mm. um, look, I mean, there's one thing you can never knock Eddie on, and that's that he barracks and he, he goes hard for his team. Mate, I mean, he bleeds like he, for the pies. He he is their arguably the greatest asset they have, and they yeah. are just sitting on assets. Yeah. Um, like he is just tremendous with how he goes about it and. I liked it. You know, I love when there's, you know, a bit of substance in the game and, yeah. and talk because it, it drives interest and it drives passion. Yeah. And um, I believe every word he says. Mate, if he if he wants to, um, yeah. you know, I, I remember the Ma- year when we got Rodney E at the Gold Coast Suns. 
he didn't necessarily want to release Rodney Ede as general manager of football operations yeah. at Collingwood. Like they had to really come to an agreement and good on him. Like, mate, he's he's always trying to drive a result for his football club. And um You'd be yeah. kind of like if 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 you see that he's succumbed to the fact, oh yeah, we might lose him, like he's not gonna come out and say that. Oh, yeah, it's up to him, let him do what he wants to do. He's gonna be like Hell no! They're not going. He's not going to Richmond. I don't care what they mm. throw at him. Like they'll probably try and match. Like it's it's going to be a, if he doesn't sign it now. I saw Grundy come out yesterday mm. and talk about um, his experiences because obviously he just signed a bulk seven year deal, which is worth mm. an arm Good and a leg. Him. Yeah, he's, he's earned it. He's an absolute star. Um, he's come out and he's talked about what he's been talking to Darcy Moore regarding the situation, how it works, how it worked for him, and the speculation and scrutiny comes along game on game and week by week, and what they're trying to build to his contract and what they're saying and what actually reality is. So Darcy Moore, he's going to be in for a long year if he doesn't sign anything soon. And he probably doesn't have to. Mm. Um, but Eddie McGuire come out and saying that. I, I liked it. I like it when he comes out and he's honest and he's saying, look, no, we're not going to let him go for free. So um, that's pretty cool that he come out and bats for his players like that. But also Richmond, is, it kind of makes sense for them to put that out there now and start building traction. I don't know mm. who would it even come from. Did you ask a question uh, just on radio or? Oh, yeah, I think reports surfaced that there was clear interest. Yeah, well, it makes sense. Um, Rance goes, they've got 1.2 apparently just sitting there laughing. Like, oh, who wants me? Yeah. Um, if the players themselves aren't going to ask for a new contract negotiations at that club already, then that's yeah. done by the managers. But um, Darcy Moore, you know, he's touted as one of, one of the better versatile mm. backmen in the comp, which Rance was as well. Probably different players, to be honest, but... Um, another big name for a big name, I guess. Yeah. Oh, and I don't mind it. Look, they, they might not actually be interested in Darcy. Exactly. Using but using it, it was a smoke screen actually talk to someone else yeah. so that they don't, no one knows that they're actually And if you don't know how else. this industry works, it could have could have even been, I think Liam Pickering's the manager. I yes. think Liam yes. Pickering was asked as well about it and he's like, mm. oh, there's interest there. Um, yeah. So that's, he's doing his job building the price up, obviously, yeah. um, for Darcy Moore. So Good on him. One managers of do this. Um, I've tried to do it a couple of times. Did not do anything. I didn't even make the papers. And I was like, man, can you just say, like, someone wants me? That yeah, yeah. Maybe they don't. Who you, cares? You, you feed out your own life. I don't man. have a Tassie team, so <laughs> I can't use that as a traction to try and get back home. So Yeah, there's no go-home factor. Yeah, really. but no, I thought it was cool. I like seeing that bit of drama in the... Um, in the papers and stuff. So yeah. I'm surprised you don't come out saying, "Oh, Perth is a great city. Adelaide is a fantastic city." I lived in Adelaide for a year. In Sydney, uh, uh, Sydney, no, not not too much. Um, John Mulally didn't, didn't pick me for that team, so I'm not going there. Yeah, um, GWS beat us in the finals. Don't want to go to them. No, nah, I'm stuck at Brisbane, man. Okay, yeah, I got two enough. years up here. I love yeah, this club. Absolutely. Now, now one <laughs> of our one of our absolute favourites, a guest of the show, and. Hasn't missed an episode since we've launched. Is our good friend Eddie? Mum. Oh, yeah. Eddie Betts. Eddie. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. Mum too. But <laughs> shout out, Mum. I'm trying not to swear. Eddie, uh, Eddie's uh, lighting it up from all reports. I would love match. to see the revenue, the jersey sales, jersey jumper. I don't mm. know what to say. Guernsey sales. Um, how much profit he's brought to that club in mm. what four months? Probably. Yeah. Since he signed that line saying yeah. I'm now a blue bagger, I just can't. I'm just sick of seeing people ask me, how's Eddie Betts going? Um, are they going to play finals? Are they going to do this? He's yeah. going to kick 50 goals. I don't know. I don't do predictions. Yeah. But I know that Eddie Betts has been great for that club and yeah. he is going to kick 30-plus goals this year. That's a given if his body stays healthy. Um, and he has given them hope. And I just think he's going to be a you know a really good asset to him this year. I think you know with Charlie Kerno going down with um, his knee injury, um, he's going to get obviously get more more ball in the forward line. So I'm looking forward to see how he goes. But yeah, yesterday he had a great patch and you know 
I think he had a goal, two two behinds, three assists, um, a couple of spin moves. So um, yeah. he still got it. And, oh. and the Colton faithful love him. Like, it's a fairy tale story. So he didn't reply to me when I said, you want to come on five-minute chat, um, Eddie? So whatever. Yeah, yeah. it's all well and good to listen every week. But <laughs> yeah. it'd, be, it'd be nice to call in every now and again as well. Um, look, you, you touched on it there. I don't think you're going to be able to measure the impact that he actually has because mm. the off-field stuff just kind of quite, as you said, increasing memberships, likely... Yeah. Uh, commercial support, uh, fan interest. Fan interest and hope um, for them. Like, they're up and about at the moment. So, mm. good luck to them. Yeah, absolutely. And they're going to ride that too. You know, yeah. I mean, they're going to ride that wave and that optimism and, and build it. You know, again, you know, he's not going to, I mean, he probably might kick 100 goals. I'm not saying he will, but like, he has. If he bets kicks 100 too, goals, like I'll eat my hat. Um, but he's, he's going to be, he, like, yeah. his impact this year will be the equivalent of that because. Of the interest that he's going to be developing, for yeah, yeah. Club. And, and to be honest, good for them. They've, they've kind of needed just that X factor and that that build, um, something else to really hang their head on because they've yeah. got so much young talent. Um, you know, no one's questioning the young talent they have. Um, They're actually a pretty exciting team to look forward to. On obviously, they beat us last year on the back of Patrick Cripps' brilliant game, but mm. um, they got some good young players coming up through. They're going to get Sam Doherty back. Um, you know, Simpson's doing his thing back there. Murphy, like they've got a pretty stacked, mature squad. Um, and then the young players just get to coast on that and come up through it. So excited to see. Will they play finals? I don't know. Um, I think the team that's going to improve this year will obviously be St Kilda. They seem to be running on confidence down there. So um, it's pretty cool. But on Colton, big talking point all week. Um, thoughts on the Taylor Harris, Stacey yeah. Livingston so I was, saga? I was gonna, I was gonna bring that up now. So <laughs> uh, you know, obviously former teammate of yours at the club, Taylor yeah. Harris. Uh, I loved it. Loved every part of it. Mm-hmm. I loved the initial comment um, uh, from Livingston. Yeah, yeah. Um, I loved the the follow up tweet or post from Taylor. You know, uh, lions don't um, worry. Oh, about lions don't worry sheep. about sheep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I loved it all. You know, I, I love that. I wish we would see more of it. Yeah. Um, and I think the the beat up around it was probably a little bit large. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the the nature of the smack talk, like. Fantastic. We shouldn't be encouraging that. Yeah. Like we know everyone's friends outside the game, but let's let's shine a lot on the competitiveness. I mean, I don't know what your thoughts were. I loved it. I loved the comment that Livingston made and I loved Taylor's reaction to it. Yeah. I think for me it was fine. Um so if you don't know out there, um Stacey Livingston, Colton and Collingwood just played and she was the her key opponent, the defender, Stacey Livingston, was um, interviewed after the game and just alluded to the fact that if you beat Taylor Harris in the air, she's useless. And that kind of mm. made headlines because that hasn't really been, you know, ballsy. Like, hasn't super been said, ballsy. Yeah, hasn't <laughs> been really said, like, that kind of stuff in since. I've only been encountered with it twice. Once when I said, um, personally, I was talking about personally, when I said the Melbourne Footy Club played Bruce Free Footy, but I was alluding to the fact that the first half, both teams mm. were playing uncontested football. And then that mm. got blown out of the water. Um, and then they use that as ammunition every time they played it. So it was always like a physical contest and all that kind of stuff. But um, And the other one was <laughs> Nick Cropper last year calling Gold Coast soft in a, in a radio interview. <laughs> we so, laughed about that, yeah. so we laughed about it before. But um, that that's obviously he was joking when he said it. He was like, they didn't finish the rest of the interview. They just took that headline and ran with it. Clubs aren't wrapped with them. Players come out and say that stuff because mm. it gives teams who they might – Beat usually a bit of ammunition and a bit of, um, I guess, spur on to play better or go after a certain player. So say yeah. as much as you want, and I'm, I'm for all that. Just make sure you've got to back it up next time. Yeah. Because <laughs> when they play, it's going to be heated. Absolutely. But I'm going to probably watch. 
Oh, absolutely. So that's what yeah, I mean. Commercially got, and fan interests, man, you can t- you can say anything you want about oppositions or players in particular. Like, I would love to talk about certain players I'm about to tag. Yeah. Because then, like, the mind game start. Like, I don't want to go down the UFC path or the WWE wrestling and make it up because mm. you can tell when it's fake. Um, but if we could talk our actual mind without having, yeah. you know, the club and that – because you're a media manager, right? Yeah, yeah, Pre- yeah. Previous, so you would have yeah. been at Gold Coast. Correct. What would you have thought about this? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, the media manager, the media hat on you says that you have to obviously tone down the messaging yeah. because you want to humble, be seen as a humble champion. Yeah, so you win the game, um, you'd be like, you know, it was a great contest, Taylor Harris, probably wasn't her best day, probably got the better of her today, but, yeah. you know, next time we'll see each other, she might do things differently. Um, you know, I thought I had a covered in the air. Yeah, she's going to learn from this. Yeah, if I have a covered in the air, then, you know, the groundwork, our mm. other defenders can do their job. Like, that's what you usually say. That's what we get yeah. told to say from our media ladies yes. and men. Um, when you come out and say she's useless, everyone will be like, damn. Yeah. yeah. But, and, and I was a little bit more of an unorthodox media officer in the yeah. sense that I encouraged personality. Yeah, so okay. I, I wouldn't necessarily have an issue, and I'm sure rocket and everyone would have yeah, probably yeah, disagreed yeah. with me but I wouldn't have minded if a player came out and said Mitch Robinson bred a biggest A game this weekend otherwise yeah. you know I'm going to embarrass him yeah. could you imagine the cameras on that player and you as you're walking to the centre square it would be enormous build up and well, that's why I love seeing like um, Crowley and Steve Johnson that kind of stuff mm. like you just know Watching a game, you know two players who are probably going to play on each other who have mm. that angst towards each other like on the field. Because once you leave the field, like usually you don't give a shit about the other player, like what, yeah. what happened in the game. and um, what, I've got, There's tons of players that I hate on field, and I hate strong word, but I hate them on field. Off field, yeah. everyone's a good bloke. Everyone's, yeah. like, everyone's fine. Like they're fine <laughs> with each other. But um, on field, it's a whole different story. Like Tom Mitchell probably doesn't get along with me at, on the field at all. Mm. We always had run-ins in games. And uh, I just literally saw his um, little doco, like little mini series about him coming yep. back from his injury, broken leg. And I was like, man, that's awesome to see. Good luck. Hopefully um, comes back bigger than ever. We play him round one. Mm. As soon as we cross the right line, I'm going to be sucking to him and yeah. all that. So that happens. Yeah. But this is great. I love seeing it. Um, is there enough promotion in our game between players? Um, not rivalries like that. Like, obviously, some teams have those rivalries and some players, like the key defenders, key backs, um, some midfield battles, but there's not much, really. Yeah. Um, and we lose that a fair bit, and we're going to start probably losing that more often when teams um, start doing, like, mid-season trades and yeah. teams can have more opportunity to go to other clubs a lot more. You lose that bit of traditional rivalry and stuff. But yeah. if players can be more honest and we're allowed to be more honest, like, we can give you anything you want. We can be honest yeah. and talk about yeah. stuff that... Happens on field, like obviously there's a player's code, nothing really comes off mm. and you don't bring that into the, the, the media and the public eye. But um, if we can be more um, outspoken and be like that, like it takes a couple of players to do it, then it falls out. But yeah. I don't know, I really liked it. Uh, it was cool. I was like, when I was watching it, because I literally watched it through the Robbo's React, if you haven't seen that, go to YouTube right now. Um, and I was like, it's just so cool. And then, oh. then straight after the game, 7 AFL posted saying... Um, with that quote, and, and then it was like, um, we can't wait to see the next game, Collingwood and Colton, and yeah. Taylor Harris um, tweeted back saying same. So, yeah. 
I think it's great. And you it's going to be old. The next time they play, guess what? Everyone's going to be watching. Like I'm going to watch it. The promotion behind it is going to be amazing. Yeah. So, exactly. It gives everyone an opportunity to um, tune into that game. And it's good for AFLW um, yeah. to kind of... They can build that brand. But you don't want to be shit-talking every week, I guess. But no, you no, look you like... You do it in a controlled sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like you're not coming out every week. Yeah. Just going. Oh, this team sucks. I can't <laughs> wait. They don't even know how to win a kid as a footy. They're shit. Yeah. Like, exactly. you're not going to come... <laughs> <laughs> not gonna do that, you know what I mean? Like people are gonna be like, "Oh man, you're just a clown." Like it's yeah. it's funny, yeah. It's yeah, I, I I like it, but yeah, when it's controlled and and it's directed well, then yeah, go yeah. for it. But yeah, now another AFLW star that's uh, has made some headlines this week is of course Moana Hove, and and obviously with what she's uh, been, uh, I don't even say dealing with recently. This has obviously been an ongoing um, yeah. challenge that she's uh, had to come across, and she certainly campaigned. Um, strongly, you know, through the platforms that she's had. Um, did you see the story? Did you see much of it during the week? Yeah, I saw. A f- I read the article um, around the homophobic slurs that mm. she gets during games and stuff, which is terrible to hear that it's still happening in today's footy. And that would have only been like what a year. And I think it was even when she wasn't in the game. Yeah, she, yeah, she, yeah. she heard some stuff directed at Dustin Munn, which is like, how does it fucking happen? Like, especially people around him. But yeah, it's, it's tough to hear. Um, obviously. Along with Moana Hope and, you know, other players, I think I saw Mark Robinson come out um, and write an article about Katie Brennan. I saw that there wasn't – I saw a, I saw a couple – so I've been watching this a little bit because I've been delving into AFLW. So I saw a little bit of like, um, oh, there's not enough people talking about um, AFLW in the, in the media. There's not many article publications writing stuff about, you know, the game and how it's all going and stuff. And then I saw Mark Robinson come out and talk about Katie Brennan and how – you know, she's a face of the AFL. She left Bulldogs as a captain. Um, now she's at Richmond as a captain. Um, she's not playing good footy, which is fair enough. Like, as an AFL player, you cop scrutiny. Um, if you're not performing well, that's that's fair. Like, you, mm. you're going to get some um, negative articles about you, some publicity that you probably don't want. Um, but you're going to get because you're in the spotlight now. This is like AFL. It's not just yeah. you're only playing local footy and you don't you get that. So, when Mark Robinson came out and wrote the article, like, a kicking efficiency is below average. The impact hasn't been good. She's a face of the team. Um, you know, she needs to work on some things, otherwise she's probably going to be out the door. The backlash that he got and Mark Robinson, like I know he's probably seen as an old school footballer, like um, football reporter. You know, he probably lives in some of the old times. That's what yeah. the perception is. Um, if he can come out and get backlash for writing an a, a, a actual real article about a player who probably hasn't been performing her best and cop that much backlash, it gives hope for no one else to cover the game because... Without seeming like a sexist or a male chauvinist, if you have anything negative to say about the AFLW at the moment, and this is not just for everyone, but like you just get negative feedback and no one really wants to touch that area. And yeah. it's, it's I don't know how to talk about this without getting um, negative feedback on what I'm, gonna, what I'm saying, but it's just you have to open up. If you want to grow as a game, you have to open yourself up to negative feedback. Like mm. there's nothing in it that male commentators or reporters or know players as well if we have anything to say and it's probably not um in a positive light like oh they're doing so good we're so happy for them all that kind of stuff if we say anything negative it feels like we're just going to get backlash regardless so it's hard to touch on that at the moment and people don't really want to cover the games in that aspect because they're going to get some you know comments from people twist the stories or twist what you're saying and turning into this fiasco that that we see today so i don't know it's it's hard and um everything i've seen for my hope has just been negative since she like, it's okay that you didn't make it in the AFLW, if, if that's a reason. Like, you don't have to bring the game down. Um, and this is purely football sense. This is nothing mm. to do with outside of football. If, yeah. you just, if you just don't make it, that's fine. Like, I've been delisted. 
Mm. Um, and I had a good look, hard look in the mirror how to get better. She's gone away um, and it seems like it's just, you know, doom and gloom, the AFLW for her. And um, I don't know, it's just it's the hard thing for me to see as a player because there's 250 players doing well in the league. Um, they're earning good money. I think it's like 30 grand, I think, for over eight games. Their mm. match payments is more than what I'm on. Obviously, mm. salaries are different because mm. that's just what the AFL is at the moment. <clears throat> but they're growing and I, I love seeing what the AFLW is doing. They've got their own brand. They're doing well. Yep. And players who probably aren't, living up to expectations and it's not their fault they got made um, to be these, you know, the AFLW needed yeah. stars, they needed images, um, yeah. they needed players to be the front of the game and what they were put under from an early start for the league, like you're going to cop scrutiny and you probably aren't going to perform your best of the ability because it's new for you. Um, so some players you see excel in that, <coughs> some players don't and they go backwards and, you know, they're, they're in and out of the league as, as you see with every competition there is in the, in the country. So, I don't know. If you're, not, if you're just not good enough, then that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, it just seems like some players are just taking that avenue to just to trash talk the game and where it's yeah. going. So, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a tough one to talk about, but, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think the AFLW stars, <coughs> the negative feedback, um, you know, the constructive, because they want to grow, you know, they want to grow. The game needs to grow and, and you need to be able to, you have to open yourself up for it. If it's, if it's legitimately like people just talking shit as they do, <coughs> you see all the yeah. trolls everywhere, man. Like, mm. they're, they're not great. <coughs> Sorry. The trolls aren't great. Like they, what you see on the internet is not what what football or the community should be about. Yeah. Um, I love it. I've got a daughter myself, so I'd love to see her play footy one day and not um, have to go through some things that the AFL women, girl, um, females are going through at the moment. So um, they're building that platform for the next generation coming through. And by yeah. the time when Charlie's twenty or eighteen, hopefully, you know, you can have a full time salary and and be a professional AFL footballer because. That's what we're trying to do. It's baby steps. It's happening at the moment. Um, you know, the, the AFL has gone through CBA negotiations, which they could fall under our, our umbrella and get a big piece of the pie. So things are happening. Yeah. I think you just got to, you know, take a step back and just relax for a second. Like it's... Absolutely. It's not all doom and gloom. Trust nah, me. Absolutely. And, and, and the numbers, like yeah. the, 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 the Derby, the Fremantle mm. versus West Coast had like 30-something thousand people Amazing. there. Like... That I would never expect that, and I'm sure those players love playing in front of that crowd, and they're going to get the rewards. So yeah. I don't know. It's great to see if you, if you support the AFLW, literally support them. But um, I don't know. It's just some negative stuff coming from players and past players. It just kind of tarnishes the brand at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think you touched on there. And and, and one last thing before we before we um, leave it there for today. Another great thing to see is is Magic Door yes. coming back and, and, and playing. Um, what are man playing senior football? I mean, we and played well on the weekend. Yeah, I mean, it's just just amazing just to obviously see um, that he's continuing his road to recovery and. The game's right behind him, and and you know we obviously send him you know yeah. the best, and and it's just good to see that um you know with the right support you know you can get through really difficult periods. And he's got a little baby of his own now, gorgeous as well. So mm. I'd love to get him on the podcast one day and have a chat to him. That'd be definitely a goal of mine to do. Awesome to see him out there playing, playing well, especially that he can come back from that because you know from what happened with him was you know, some scary times. I'm sure for him yeah. and the club, and you know for his family and friends. So. For him to see him in a good headspace from the outside looking in, mm. um, it's it's awesome to see, and um, it gives a lot of people hope that if you do have any mental demons or you're going through tough times, that um, you can always turn it around with the right um, people behind you and the right support system. So good on you, Mad Jack. Um, love that. Keep doing what you're doing, mate. Absolutely. I think that's uh, I think that's us for this. What else week? we got? Quickly check before anything else. I know no, we're about to do our questions and answers. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. So we'll do our Q and A's as well. Yeah, uh, but uh, no, I think that's uh, I think that's it. All right, I got a big shout to give to uh, the Street Vintage Bang stickers. I'm gonna 
Obviously, chuck them on. I reckon we're going to start doing this. Chucking. If you send a shit, this is a good ploy. I'm going to have a little skateboard. I'm going to chuck all the stickers on there. So I've got Shure microphones. We're going to go on there. The Street Vintage who sent me these shirts. I'm a massive Looney Tunes fan and obviously the Taz Devil. Um, we have a lot of similar personalities, uh, resemblance there. Um, you know, he's got a bit of carnage going on. That's how I play my footy. He's a little bit less tame than you. He's a little bit less tame. So thank you, Street Vintage. Uh, you can go on their Instagram. Uh, they got a website. It's all like old school stuff, which is yep. sick. I love that. That's what I'm about. Um, head over to them, have a look because it's some dope clothes. Done. I reckon, uh, I reckon we're done for this week. Thank you to Telstra. Thank you to 7AFL. Thank you yep. to Shure Microphones. Uh, anyone else I'm forgetting? Telstra AFL, Shua, Street Vintage, everyone. No, that's the thing you got it, man. Thank, thank, thank you, Sean Tomer, for coming up this morning. Always. I really appreciate it. Um, good luck with your insurance claim on that car. I know it's going to be tough to get that money back. Um, if you're looking for a car sponsor, then, you know. Yeah. Jump over here. Look after we're, you, boy. Uh, Hyundai, they still sponsor. We, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're coming through. No, absolutely. No, I'll look forward to it and uh, see you next week. All right. Cheers, bro. Good luck. Boom. Boom.